Hi there, good evening. Thanks for like 88k. And congratulations, you have good taste. Ha 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 ha. <clears throat> anyway, uh, we were listening to my. Henson Shaven. Wrote his order. I'm just going to read a couple of lines from it. He says right in the first line of his order that Donald J. Trump is accused in this. Wait, in a there, uh, this civil defamation and civil rape trial uh, brought by E. Jean Carroll is going to trial on April twenty. Yeah. Uh, to use the term by Justice Angoran, who's not the federal judge in that case, it's the judge in the New York State case. But I like Angoran's term, come hell or high water, or it's etched in stone, seems to also apply here to this federal uh, case uh, brought by E. Jean Carroll. Uh, and the federal judge there, not Angoran, it's Judge Lewis Kaplan from the Southern District of New York, made a uh, rare ruling. Um, I'd say it's it's big implications, but also rare, ordering an anonymous jury. Popak, what does this mean? Why did he order an anonymous jury? Yeah, we thought it was bad last week when the judge was considering whether to do the anonymous jury, which he did on his own. This was not by either side. This was the judge looking yeah. around the social media world, knowing the defendant that he had in front of him, knowing all the list of things that you know I did with you in the in the first segment, all the people uh, and law enforcement, for instance, that Donald Trump has attacked um, often violently in language Judges, on his social media, knowing that, Witnesses. not having blinders on to who's in front of him, right? Justice is blind, ultimately, but, but the judge Great isn't. Victims. And he knows who he's dealing with. And so he said, you know what, I got an idea. Wow. It's unusual, wow. but I think we should keep the jury. It's uh, their professions, their addresses, uh, their identities um, anonymous for their own protection. What do you guys think? Turning it over to the lawyers. Um, and neither, this was interesting that, that came out after the reporting, neither Trump's lawyers, who apparently is either Alina Haba and or what I've now referred to as the translucent Joe Tacopina, because uh, he's nowhere to be found. I can't see the guy. He, he's only on media. He's never he's never on anything that he penis. files in the case. They file in the case for Donald Trump in this particular case for E. Jean Carroll's civil rape case. You don't see Joe Tacopina's name, although the order that came out Joe with Judge Kaplan, I'm going to talk name. about next, did have Joe Tacopina's name on it. But Joe those Taco lawyers penis. did not object. I would penis. have. I would have at least tried to argue that it was unnecessary, that it was tainting the defense before they even stepped into the room, that it was putting into the mind of the jury that this was a bad guy and all of that. By the way, he is a bad guy. The jury does need to be protected, but I'm trying to make the argument for Donald Trump's lawyers. They didn't even make that argument. In fact, the only entities that opposed the judge's uh, request for information about whether he should or shouldn't order the anonymous jury were two media entities including associated press so they were the only ones oh, that said gentlemen. no we want to know who the jurors are the rest you know sort of laid down now you'd think maybe 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 what trump's lawyers and i may be getting giving them too much credit here ben is that they didn't want an order from judge kaplan attacking their client before it even began but if that was their thought that's not what happened so the judge entered his ruling finding that there were proper grounds for an anonymous jury. And when he wrote his order, I'm just going to read a couple of lines from it. 
He says right in the first line of his order that Donald J. Trump mm -hmm. is accused in this and a closely related civil case of having raped E. Jean Carroll in the mid-1990s and making public statements about that. Now, that's how it goodness. started. The order didn't get sure. any better for Donald Trump as it went on because it talked about his own conduct, especially in social media, in which he has um, attacked judges, jurors, and others. So here's a judge that his people, the law clerks around him and himself, have um, gone and done their research to quote Judge Kaplan in his order. It bears mention that Mr. Trump repeatedly has attacked courts, judges, various law enforcement officials, and other public officials, and right. even right, individual jurors in other matters, dropping a footnote to cross-reference all of that. Now, ah. I'll remind everybody, ah. that order that came out was before the Alvin Bragg baseball bat late night series of truth social tweets or whatever they are. So this is even before that. This would only reinforce and strengthen the judge's hands. So after going over all the bad things and misconduct that Donald Trump has done as the rationale for having an anonymous uh, jury, the judge then set the conditions. And this jury, Ben, is going to be well protected by the U.S. Marshal Service. They are going to move as a group from their from the courtroom to the deliberation room where they hang out for a bit to lunch together all under the watchful eye of the US uh, US marshal to their cars or their modes of transportation together protected with like vans so even though they're not going to be sequestered which means the jury's not going to be put up in a hotel with with um with no contact to the outside world they're going to go home to their families and friends every night but they're going to be protected, which I want to hear it from you, Ben. What do you think that does to the jury's psyche? I've dealt with juries for a long time. What do you think it does to the jury's psyche? I think they should that they're be being told that for your own protection, and they will be told this, they are going to be anonymous as to their professions, to their identity, and otherwise, from the moment they are selected and have to decide whether Donald Trump raped E. Jean Carroll. What do you think that does to their psyche? I think they will very quickly understand the seriousness and solemnity of the job which they have been picked to do. Um, I think they will. I want to hear it from you, Ben. What do you think that does to the jury's psyche? I've dealt with juries for a long time. What do you think it does to the jury's psyche? That they're being told that for your own protection, and they will be told this, they are going to be anonymous as to their professions, to their identity, and otherwise, from the... moment they are selected and have to decide of, of whether Donald Trump raped E. Jean Carroll. What do you think that does to their psyche? I think they will very quickly understand the seriousness and solemnity of the job which they have been picked to do. Um, I think they will obviously uh, have questions already in their mind. Well, this must be a very dangerous 
juror um, that they I want to hear it from you, Pat. Um, I think they will obviously uh, have questions already in their mind. Well, this must be a very dangerous person if we're being provided this protection. And I'll just say this, why I think Donald Trump ultimately was okay with an anonymous jury. I think what he's hoping for is that there is a runaway juror. Um, that there may be some Trumper who makes their way on this jury and where that could normally be found, perhaps on someone's social media, if you know the identities of the jurors. I think what Trump's hoping for with an anonymous jury is maybe it's not appropriately filtered during the voir dire jury selection process, in addition to your take, Popak, which is I think they wanted to avoid the bad order. But that's why I think Trump was ultimately okay with the anonymous jury as well. But I think the jurors are going to have very serious questions about Donald Trump, uh, is Donald Trump's behavior or the behavior of any defendant in a case like that, where they have to be protected for their own safety. And by the way, not only is this very rare in criminal cases, this is a civil lawsuit for, for defamation. It, it, it's almost, I'll have to go and look back if this has ever happened in a civil defamation case before, but I would venture to it guess never it has. It, it, it probably never has. <laughs> now, let, let, me, let me mention one thing based, based on your, and I agree with you on the runaway jurors. This is not a criminal case. A lot of people are questioning me. In social media, like, isn't rape criminal? Why aren't we in? Why aren't we in criminal court or a criminal process? Because the statute of limitations in New York ran on the criminal side. It's been extended now, but it doesn't help E. Jean Carroll because of when she claimed she was raped. But she did get the benefit of a new Adult Survivors Act statute passed by Governor Hochul, which gave a one-year window to anyone who was claims that they were sexually assaulted or abused who are now adults to be able to file a claim against their perpetrator. But you don't need, in a civil case, civil federal case, a unanimous jury the way you do in federal criminal. So he'd need more than one runaway juror because this is civil. She just has to get the vast majority of the jurors to go along with her, uh, with her case as presented by Roberta Kaplan. And you and I are going to have to follow um, who is going to be. I mean, I'm still... Um, uh, questioning in my own mind, who is going to be the lead lawyer that's going to show up on the 25th of April, which is less than a month away, who's going to do the opening, who's going to do the jury selection, which is very important even in federal court. We call it the voir dire I'll process for Donald lawyer. Trump. And who is going to cross-examine <laughs> E. Jean Carroll for the Trump side? Is it a lead? It's got, it can't, it, right now, there's no chance for another lawyer. For a while, cross-examine E. Jean go along with her uh, with her case as presented by Roberta Kaplan. And you and I are going to have to follow um, who is going to be. I mean, I'm still um, uh, questioning in my own mind who is, who is going to be the lead lawyer that questioning in my own mind who is going to be the lead lawyer that's going to show up on the 25th of April, which is less than a month away, who's going to do the opening, who's going to do the jury selection, which is very important even in federal court. We call it the voir dire process for Donald Trump. And who is going to cross-examine E. Jean Carroll for the Trump side? Is it elite? It's got, it can't.
right now, there's no chance for another lawyer. For a while there, I thought maybe they bring in like somebody else. So it's got to be Joe Tacopina, should he decide to walk into the courtroom, questioning, in my own mind, who is going to be the lead lawyer that's going to show up on the 25th of April, which is less than a month away, who's going to do the opening, who's going to do the jury selection, which is very important, another lawyer. For a while there, I thought maybe they bring in like somebody else. So it's got to be yeah, Joe Tacopina, should he decide to walk into the courtroom, or Alina Haba. You think it's Alina Haba that's going to try, it's going to be the lead trial lawyer in this case? I still think they've tried to bring in another lawyer to really? parachute in last minute, whether it's Jim Trustee or Christopher Kais, the only people who are actually kind of real lawyers on the team. I hadn't really known much about Takapina, and he kind of proved that Mark Twain expression correct, which is, you know, better to be thought of a fool than open your mouth and uh, remove all doubt, because that was just uh, one of the more bizarre media tours I've seen. But Takapina, I think, would be worse than Haba. Haba definitely... Haba doesn't know how to try a case. Like, right. at the most fundamental level, she doesn't. Yeah.